how'd you get started in music? Okay, um, so I grew up in a family that was very based in music. My uh, stepfather, while I was growing up, worked for Interscope Records. Um, and he worked with like some of the greats. He worked with like Paul Abdul and um, he, did, he did a lot of country music stuff. And that really wasn't my bag, but I guess I was just around music my whole life. So I was interested in trying to figure it out. So um, I remember asking for an electric guitar when I was really young. And my stepdad was basically like, um, well, first learn to play this acoustic one and then like, we'll see how that goes. And if you're actually dedicated to it, then we'll like go from there. Thanks. <laughs> so from the beginning, I worked for it. <laughs> so, um, so I did that and yeah, and then I was just in like school and played band and, um, I was in band. So I was like from 11 years old all the way through like high school and everything was in band. It's like the nerd on the marching band was a my little plume. <laughs> um, but what was cool is because I'm always a, like a deviant, right? I, uh, I convinced my high school to let me play um, an electric bass mm-hmm. during our football games and in like the percussion area. And so I got to actually like play, I'm going to actually turn my air conditioning because it's hot as balls in here one second. My idea of 75 in my... My idea of 75 and uh, my air conditioning's idea are very different. Okay, anyway, so yeah, so I grew up playing music and then I was an instrumentalist for pretty much all of my life. I got to do some really cool shit being a bass player. I got to tour with uh, multi like platinum bands and, and toured the world and toured a bunch of different countries. But then something happened, uh, which was basically I started to reach like this upper echelon of being like a fill in bass guitar player. I mean, to the point where to the point where I was, you know, auditioning for like really, really big bands that I'm not going to name their name because I'm about to say something maybe not so positive. <laughs> um, but what, <laughs> but what kept happening over and over again when I would go to these auditions, and I'm talking about these are like people on the radio, like people, even if you don't really listen to rock, you would recognize. Right. Um, and they would say things like, "You're a great bass player. Thanks for auditioning, but our management doesn't think it's a good idea for us to have a girl in the band." Or, you know, our wives and girlfriends would kill us if we were to go on tour with you or like all this stuff. And it was very obvious to me that like there was this ceiling that was like here and uh, I wasn't going to be able to get through that. So I was like, fuck it. So about five years ago, I just was like, well, I've been playing bass my whole life. I've got to do some really cool stuff, but, you know, maybe I got to do something different. So I started, so I started my own project uh, and that's kind of what's going on with that. When I first started making music with them, I mean, I'd never been here before. I had never written songs like that before. I'd always just been like a bass player. And so when we started the band, the first song we put out got put on like five or six editorial playlists on Spotify. <laughs> so like immediately before I was ever even able to like understand who I was as an artist or who I was as a singer, it was like, we were playing, like, we booked our first show and we only had two songs. I didn't have a band. <laughs> it was really weird. It was really weird, you know? It was like our first festival shows were, like, booked the same year as our first actual show ever. And we were, like, flying to the, flying to this uh, show called Metal in the Mountains. Anyway, so the point is, is so uh, the first music that I made was a lot of, like, experimentation. And I feel like I had to go through that, like, awkward teen phase where you're, like, finding yourself, but I had to do it. And everybody was listening to my music so like it's weird because 
now we're going, I'm going through like a whole rebranding thing where I'm like finally making the music that I make. And um, it's awesome, but it also sucks because like all of our stuff that has like millions of streams is like stuff that's music that I don't even like. (laughs) 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 Yeah, now let's talk about you being a singer for the Benefit Destroyed and joining that. Um, How did that come about? So um, after everything happened with my decision to leave the world of bass playing, I um, started the band. And so what was weird about it is I shopped the band around to a bunch of people and nobody wanted to be in a band with me. And I I think like it's important to understand the climate of Los Angeles as a whole, because it's very different than a lot of other places in the world. Um, And namely, that is that um, everybody in Los Angeles only wants to be in anything, something that's like already established and already like producing numbers and already doing like big stuff, you know? Uh, people are like not really interested in like joining a band from and like growing it from the ground up. Um, so what it was, I got a bunch of fill-ins and I got this really amazing videographer and we did the music video for Break Free. And um, that's what I used to shop around the band. So like the first, I didn't even band when the song came out. So the song came out, we got playlisted everywhere. The song broke like a hundred thousand streams, like, I don't know, within like the first week which is crazy because I literally, I didn't even have a page yet. I didn't even have an artist page. I was like, <laughs> um, it was weird. And you know, like, I wish I could replicate that success. Um, it has not happened yet. <laughs> so I you expect the Spotify was like, you were cool when you started. I don't know about now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Did you expect the song to blow up the way it did when you released it? Uh, no, because I mean, so I did put money into like a PR push, but um the reality is, is you cannot pay to get on Spotify's curated playlist. Like you can't do it. Trust me. If there was a loophole for that, the playlist would be very different on Spotify. Thanks. So, and don't listen to any company that says they can get you on curated playlists. They're lying to you. Um, but anyway, so, so I, you know, I put some money behind it and like we got our debut on press and I was excited about that because I had done that with my previous band called Kuza where I was a bass player. And, um, thought it was going to be good but I wasn't anticipating for it to do what it did um and I really owe a lot of that success to uh the the guy who was my drummer at the time and um uh we didn't we weren't signed to a label really but basically like I could only put in much more time like broke and he could put in more money and like he believed in the project so we released it under his company a promotion company called like Knuckleheads Inc and like the work that he did um we worked with Adrenaline PR and like the song just blew up in a way that I wasn't ready. And it's weird because it's like encouraging on the one hand because you want your music to be successful, of course. But on the other hand, I just feel like I kind of wish it wouldn't have been that way because it would have been nice to kind of like, I don't know, <laughs> play one show as a singer or like write more than one song or like do something to get more experience before, you know, people are like, oh, do you want to play this or do that? And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah that's true yeah so you also i mean you're bilingual and you're heavy like in the latin community as well the latin music community too so let's talk about that like crossing over to latin music and how did that come about um so i wouldn't say that i'm big in the latin community i would say that um i had some friends in uh good places i don't want to name names because they recently passed away um but yeah, so that was sort of my collection, uh, connection to Columbia. I was uh, uh, acquainted with somebody, but anyway, 
So uh, my connection, though, on a, like a personal level is that my family's my mother's from Venezuela. So my whole family is from South America. Um, and so Latin music has always been a part of my life. And I really, I don't know, I love it there. I want to move to Medellin. I am going to start a nonprofit organization. Why well, I already started help children there who like want to make music, but don't necessarily have access to it. So it's going to like mentorship programs and stuff where like kids can come and record music instead of like, I don't know, doing drugs or joining the cartel or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, I don't think that I will ever make Latin music just because I'm so whitewashed because I've lived here for so long. No, I am. It's true. I'm whitewashed. Like it's, you know, and I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody else's culture. You know, it's not like my thing, even though it is my heritage, that's not necessarily mean it's my culture. Does that make sense? Like right, it's yeah. my heritage, but I wasn't, you know, raised in it, but I do have nothing but appreciation for it. And I would love to collab with Latin artists, if that makes sense. Like you come here and you do your thing and then like, let me do my thing and we'll like make something work <laughs> what artists in the latin community going off right now what artists would you want to collab with oh oh god i mean i could say like the obvious ones but clearly he, you know <laughs> it's obvious. It's obvious that's running it right now though i don't know well i mean everyone bad bunny yeah bad bunny for sure yeah bad bunny is bad Mm -hmm. no, I'm nervous right now. I've done a million of these, but I feel like I haven't done one in so long. I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think you like the female artists too, like the Becky G's and Carol G's. And I think, I, I mean, I think that I would really almost kind of want to work with somebody that wasn't known. Does that make sense? Like I, I would almost want to work with like an up and coming artist that isn't super famous because I feel like in a way I wouldn't be leeching off of their success in a way it could just be like a collaborative effort between artists. I don't know. Integrity is like really important to me. And I, and I always want to tread lightly and carefully whenever I'm doing things that are, please don't, sorry, doing things that are outside. That, your dog of my, or that was my dog. She almost what, knocked over my whole leg. I was like, please don't. <laughs> what kind of dog you got? I have a miniature bull terrier. She's, she's a dog. Oh, uh, let me see. Oh, hey, Lillers. She's so cute. I love her so much. She's like, she's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me, and also like the biggest pain in my ass because, like, I don't, I, I've never wanted kids. I don't have any children, um, except now I have a dog, and now that's I really, Friday dog. Now I, it is, and now I really don't want kids. Like after having a dog, I am 100% sure I do not want children. Because <laughs> if like this is this much work, I can't imagine being responsible for an entire person. Like that sounds a lot. <laughs> right. oh. Yeah, this, let's go. Ooh, uh, I would kill Travis Barker immediately. <laughs> Nobody would ever think that I would say that. No, he, you know, everybody idolizes him and I just, I, he's doing great. Good for him. I never, ever hate never hate the you know i don't i hate the game i don't like the player he's doing great for himself love that for him but still he would be on that list i'd probably kill him um i'd probably marry little wayne only wait only because that fool clearly can stick around and do the same shit for like 50 years so that thing that consistency that sounds good for a marriage <laughs> right, right, right. um and then smash i guess pitbull because he's latin and uh they're good lovers <laughs>
Instagram, tech, uh, Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok? What's your favorite social media? The one I like the most is TikTok. The one I use the most is Instagram. Those any upcoming projects you got coming? For sure. So, I mean, um, I'm going to be dropping something for my solo project, uh, which is just my name, Francesca Destruct. Um, I don't have any artist page for it other than my Instagram, which is at Francesca Destruct. Um, you can find me on TikTok, but my TikTok is all just car shit. Like, it's nothing but about building cars and I roast cars in it anyway. So that's my TikTok. Um, and uh, my band is FDS, FDS Band Official on Instagram. Um, and you can find us as Fate Destroyed on any major streaming platform. Um, and that's much it. I think we're basically playing When We Were Hungry, which is a festival that's happening in October in Vegas. And then we're just taking the rest of the year to fly out to some different cities and get some studio time in with some really amazing producers and really like come into the next year with a new lineup and new everything and like get through everything handled to make sure that we're on point. Yeah. All right, congrats.